Hello and welcome to Sri Lanka 99.94, cricket every day. Uh, my name is Mark Machado from the Rolly End and I'm joined as always by Estelle Vazadevan from the Papare. Sri Lanka 99.94 is your new home for Sri Lanka content and will be dropping into your podcast feed on YouTube and on the app 99.94 several times every week. So please rate, review and subscribe. Thank you for joining Cricket's Conversation. Estelle, you are in Geelong in Victoria, Australia. We are on the eve of Sri Lanka starting their T20 World Cup campaign. Um, at the point of recording this, we are about 20, no, we are 20 hours away, exactly 20 hours away um, from the, the opening fixture against Namibia. And there's news coming out of the camp this morning that Dilshan Madhushanka might not make that first fixture, right? Yeah, unfortunately, big blow for Sri Lanka. Um, Sri Lanka had their final training session ahead of the game today in at Cardinia Park. Uh, they hadn't trained there before, so they were in the nets uh, from 9 to 12 today. And Madhushanka unfortunately pulled up a few deliveries into his first over um, and went into the dressing room and we didn't hear from him. Uh, news is uh, that it's a quad injury. Uh, he's gone in for an MRI, so we won't know. Probably by the time the this recording is out, we probably know the ex, uh, the severity of of the injury. But it's not looking good for tomorrow. I don't think he will make it into the playing eleven tomorrow. So it'll have to be uh, Lahiru Kumar, which I guess in a way everyone was debating: should Sri Lanka play Kumar or Madhusanka, or what do they do? Do they play all three? Well, the decision has kind of made uh, made itself right now. So. Looks like it'll be Kumara and Chamira coming in. So Pramod Madhushan will be on the bench as well. And of course, Chamika uh, to supplement. Um, of course, you know, I think first and foremost, we've got to say, we we, we hope uh, Dilshan Madhushan has a swift, makes a swift recovery. Um, and, and we see him back playing cricket very soon. Um, since I start this podcast, um, and I assume it's been the same for you, I don't know, Estelle. I've had loads of people get into uh, message me on DM on Twitter at Martin Machado talking about who should start and who shouldn't start for, for Sri Lanka. One of the big ones, one of the people who's got a lot of fans is Laru Kamara. Um, we know he hasn't bowled competitively for a number of months, though, um, but he, I thought he's one of the breakout stars of, of last year's T20 campaign. And it looks like he's 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 going to get a chance again, and I hope he can grab it with both his arms, right? Yeah, absolutely. The thing with Kumara is that I know technically, you know, on the speed meter, he and Chamira bowl a similar speed, right? They're both in the high one forties, uh, touching the one fifties. But Kumara just seems to hit the bat so much harder than Chamira. He's got that aggressive intent as well. And particularly in this first round where Sri Lanka will be playing three associate nations, um, I think he's he's going to be a big threat for them. And we saw that, like you mentioned, in, in the previous World Cup as well, in that first round, it was just, to be honest, it was just that one over against David Miller that went wrong for him in that tournament. He did so well. He, he he was brilliant against Bangladesh as well. Unfortunately, though, since that World Cup, he hasn't had too much of game time with injuries and, you know, this whole... I, I think it's a confidence thing as well because I believe we spoke about it in a previous episode where he had a similar situation to uh, the one 
with Miller in the LPL as well, where he was defending uh, nearly 20 and um, the opposition were able to get there. So his confidence also I, I took probably took a huge blow with those two uh, performances. So injury-wise and in that mentally as well, I don't think he's had a really good year. So it should be really interesting to see how he goes in this tournament. Like I said, he hasn't played international cricket since March. So that's a long, long time for, um, you know, fast bowler, someone who, who will want to get into his rhythm pretty quickly. But again, the the, the qualifying ground, I guess, again, is, is a bit of a blessing in disguise for Sri Lanka. I'm saying that in the hope that uh, Sri Lanka will able, be able to qualify for the next round. But it, it gives them the opportunity to try get players like Kumara back into the fold and get things going, even Chamira. Uh, missed out on the Asia Cup with injury, so it's a good opportunity to get that pair going, get them in, get get them in their groove. Um, and now, really, there's no choice; they have to play those two um, in the eleven. Yeah, um, Sri Lanka obviously have been in Australia for a couple of weeks now. They they were due to play two warm up games this week against Zimbabwe and against New Zealand. The the Zimbabwe game happened; um, they won it quite convincingly. Um, the island game, which was meant to be the a couple of days later, ended up being rained off. So Sri Lanka are effectively having to use these three warm-up games as their qualifiers. They haven't played a huge amount of well, they've just played one, you know, one game batted 40, 40 overs since winning the Asia Cup a few, what was that, about a month ago. Chris Silverwood, and he, you know, when he's spoken about it, has been quite bullish about it and said, you know, I, they don't need to play the warm-up games. They can play uh create match scenarios but by them, you know within themselves um what was the mood like around the camp when you when you went to to see them earlier on today yeah they they looked really confident i think what you get from these players is the kind of feeling that they they are all really enjoying being out there you don't get you don't really see too many of them slacking off so everyone's wanting to have a bat tikshan dushmanta chamir all of them wanted to have a bat at the end of the next session um Everyone wanted to roll their arm over. We saw uh, even guys like Ashin Bandara, who's on the standby list, coming and bowling a few overs. So that's that's the good thing. I think that intensity and that kind of attitude is there. And I, I think uh, I was speaking to uh, one of the coaches as well. He's talking about that kind of attitude where you don't have slackers in the Sri Lankan team. So that's really like amazing to hear because I think that the whole thing is that these guys are also so determined to prove themselves because they've had such a bad couple of years, right? Uh, leading up to that Asia Cup. the and, and I'm sure they don't want that to be just a flash in the pan where they had one good tournament and they're back to zero again. So the attitude seemed really good. They seemed confident. Um, guys really hitting the ball. Well, Danushka Gunatilaka hasn't been in great form in matches, but I don't know, I'm basing it off one net session, but he looked like he was middling everything. So I think overall they're, they're feeling pretty good going into uh, the first game of the tournament. The warm-ups didn't go to plan. And I guess it was a bit baffling to see that not much was tried out in that uh, only warm-up that they got to play. You know, they, they they just played the 11 players. They didn't try out anybody. So Kumara hasn't had a bowl even in the warm-up games. But I guess, like you said, uh, they're pretty confident that the match situations they play will be sufficient going into these three games. So let's see. But mood definitely seemed pretty high. Yeah. 
Now we'll have a short break, and when we come back, we'll talk about what the rest of the play in 11 might look like for the opening game. You're listening to Cricket's Conversation on 99.94. Whatever your team, we have the show for you on podcast, YouTube, or on the 99.94 app. We have India, England, South Africa, West Indies, and now Sri Lanka covered. If you want to find us, the best way is to follow us on social media at 9994DM by downloading the 9994 app or Google 99.94 on podcast. We speak cricket. Uh, so Estelle, the, the other um, conversation we've been having for the past few weeks is who of, uh, it's got to be three into two from DDS, Danushka and, and Charitha Salanka. Two of those will, will have to fit into um, numbers three and four in the batting lineup. Any, do you have any steer uh, on who those two might be? Yeah, I think it's definitely going to be Gunatilaka and Dananje de Silva. Asalanka will start on the bench in this tournament, which is, I mean, I'm a big fan of Charit Asalanka because I, I, I know, I feel like he, he's such an impactful player. And it's sad to see because one year ago, he was kind of, he was the star born in uh, the 2021 World Cup, right? Everyone was talking about him, the kind of impact he had coming in during the power play. But like we've spoken about, I don't think Dananja De Silva is not an easy guy to drop right now, particularly with Asalanka out of form because he offers yeah. so much with the ball as well. I don't think it w- they were really considering dropping Danushka Gunatilaka because I believe the thinking is they want either uh, Asalanka or uh, Dananja De Silva to just bat at number three. Um, so it seemed like it would be a toss-up between those two. So... At the moment, with form, it, uh, it's tough to pick Asalanka over De Silva, particularly as they they haven't had um, you know any games coming into this tournament, and which is why the warm ups were so kind of interesting. The pick they they picked eleven, they pick picked Dananja De Silva and Danushka Gunatilaka. Charit Asalanka didn't get a chance to bat, so that's why it was a bit surprising because. You'd think they'd want to try out the seven batsmen they have in the squad. But yeah, it looks like Asalanka will be starting on the bench. Yeah, it, 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 it's interesting, right? Because definitely he's one of the breakout stars of last year. He was the highest run scorer at last year's edition of the tournament. He's not really done anything bad apart from not really get a, make, a, make a big knock at the Asia, earlier on in the Asia Cup. Um, but as you say, DDS, weirdly... He's like I think the comparison I can make to, for him is like is, is almost telecurrently Dilshan, right? Because he can he can do a bit of everything. He can kind of bat a bit of everywhere if you need him to do. He can do he can play many roles in the team. And with Danushka, he can just batter that ball and get get it to the boundary, right? And if you know one of the problems that we have had is not being able to put up competitive scores because we can't get to uh, you know our, our run rate drops. And I think at this point in their careers, and I think Aslanka will definitely get there. We have to remember how young he is. Um, Danushka is just a bit a, a more of a guarantee of someone who's not going to chew up balls. He's just going to keep the run rate going or he's going to get himself out. And I think we, we have to remember at the moment, leading Sri Lankan cricket, leading the, the senior men's side, people like Chris Silverwood and Mahela Jai-Wardenes, they're very innovative thinkers. And they think it it's it's definitely a winning first mentality, right? And it's like, how do we win? What and 
you know, one of the great strengths of Sri Lankan cricket over the years has been innovation, hasn't it? And it's innovation out of necessity, not not because, you know, we, uh, we're, we're great, you know, we are great thinkers of the game, obviously. But you know what I mean? They've, they've had to, yeah. to try and do something to, to get them out of, out of a situation. Possibly this is the masterstroke that um, moves this team on to the, to the next level. And obviously, if it doesn't work out, we can just bring him back in. It's not like he's been sent home, is it? Um, yeah, you know so... what's ironic? It's that Dhananjali Seva was in exactly the same uh, position leading up to the last World Cup, right? He was named vice-captain and just, you know, went through a horrid patch of bad form and spent the entire tournament on the bench. So he probably, I hope, will be having a chat with Tasalanka as well because, like you said, that guy who's got so much potential and he's still young, he has a long way to go, hopefully 10, 15 years in the Sri Lankan jersey. So Diseva, as a leader, as a senior member of that Right, I'm sure we'll be also having a chat with Asalanka, just just keeping him motivated um, and his spirits up. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's take another quick break. When we get back, let's talk about what we can expect from these three opening games and who who potentially is going to be the 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 harder fixtures. If you love the language of cricket and want more, then head over to the 99.94 app and you can hear all of our podcasts and cricket commentary. We're adding new shows all the time and covering cricket series from all over the world. Be the first to hear all of our announcements by following us on social media at 9994DM. Welcome to Cricket's Conversation. So Estelle, first up is Namibia. Um, they they played some good cricket last time around. They got themselves out of the group as well, didn't they? Um, they, I think it's a, I want to say it's a potential banana skin, but I also want to say two things about it. The Sri Lanka team going into the last World Cup, if we think about where we were this time last year, people are having serious conversations on whether or not they'll get out of the qualification group, which they managed to do at, at a canter quite easily. And then since then, we've seen a team that's developed. I think that, we can, we should expect to win. I think we should expect to win all these three games. I think Namibia is potentially the hardest fixture because I think they've got the players who, who, who've got the most amount of experience at the, at this kind of level. Even though we'll talk about the Netherlands in a moment, the Netherlands have done quite a lot the last few months as well. Um, but, uh, but that said, they've got to go and put performances in. Right, they can't rely on on you know. I'd hoping that someone else is going to, going to save the day, or Hasaranga is going to going to have a crazy over and get four wickets or something like that. They've all, you know, that's what I think. I'm definitely I'm looking for, and I see many other people would as well. Is that we we put in a, a performance as an eleven, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think I think um, I I'd probably say Netherlands will be the toughest side, just only because they have been playing a lot more cricket than Namibia. Um, but like you said. It's a T20 game, right? Anything can happen. And when it happens, it's very difficult to come back from a situation because the game is so quick. So Sri Lanka will definitely want to go out there and, you know, dominate because from what I gather, they're all, what, or what they did last year was the confidence they got through those first three games is what carried them through that tournament. So similarly here as well, they'll want to use these three games. Obviously, the first the first target would be to win, but to put in 
as good a performance as you can in each game just to build that confidence and that momentum because what we saw even in the asia cup was each game sri lanka wanted to win they wanted to keep that momentum going they wanted to stay up there so um, because and and that's clear from even the dead rubber they played against pakistan they didn't experiment they wanted to put out their best 11 and like keep that winning momentum going so similarly here they won't want to relax because like i said t20 is a really quick game and one player can change the complexion of it like in an instant right and 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 you know all three of those teams uh, have the type of players who can change games on its side so and they've got experienced players who played around the world they played global leagues so they won't want to take those teams lightly but you'd expect sri lanka to win all three games comfortably and uh, move on to the next round yeah um hopefully that's the case and hopefully we can build up you know get that momentum as well um on that on that you know last year's tournament even though we didn't we didn't get into the semi-finals even we got you know got knocked out of the group stages but such great memories and mainly when you reflect back on it it's memories of just us battering smaller smaller cricketing nations isn't it um but there you go estelle I, uh, before we kind of wrap this up i just want to ask you about your experiences in australia so far you've only been there a few days um i find it hilarious because every time we come on one of these recalls while you've been there i've been going how do you find it and you go it's really cold and then i then you you reveal that the temperature is like 15 degrees and obviously being a born and bred londoner i'm like that's that's almost summer over here um how are you finding it what what's the experience been like so far uh, t- tell us everything yeah it's cold come on we are used to having 30 degree weather right so this is like incredibly cold outside the wind is so chilly even like inside the press box it's cold so but overall i mean it's been fantastic when i went for the first uh, first training session today um and it was really nice players were really uh, really chatty um the the facilities obviously really good so it was good to go out there and actually see them in training and see how things are going and i think the best part of it was that there's a lot of positivity and kind of you know kind of good energy around the squad you have guys like uh, manindu hasrang was the last guy out of the nets right and each one of them thank the net bowlers some of them took pictures there were little kids uh, who had come outside and so mahila also taking a couple of pictures so it was really great i think that's why a lot of people kind of they like the sri lankan team right because they they're really polite they are uh, friendly so it was really nice to see them and be around that kind of uh, atmosphere um, but of course i i just hope they keep winning so that my journey in the world cup continues as well uh, but yeah it was really good to go into training today hopefully it gets a little bit warm in the next couple of days i will say i'm really thankful it's not raining because when i landed here it was raining <laughs> that just made everything just a little bit worse but yeah so far so good i won't complain about the cold anymore just in case i you know trigger something else <laughs> No, no, no! Please complain about the cold. It's hilarious. Do you, can I? Um, I don't know. I don't know if this is the right question to ask you. But did the players recognize you? Do they know you as a as a journalist that covers them? And like, do you chat to them, or are they a bit like they have no uh, idea who you are? I don't know. What, what's your relationship with the team, basically? 
yeah, I'm not sure all of them recognize me, but I do know a couple who I have interviewed or, you know, spoken at press cons with. Of course, the last couple of years, we've been mostly virtual. Um, so there's, there's like hardly been any opportunities to kind of meet with the players. But they're generally like really nice. They'll talk to you if you want an interview or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I won't say that they all know who I am, but yeah. Just the, that 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 gives me an incredible amount of happiness for you, Estelle. Like you know, just turning up and 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 Hasaranga knows who you are, and he's you know he's excited to see you. Big smile on his face. I'm just I'm just excited for you, and I wish I was there because it sounds like you were having a great time in the cold. I don't think Hasaranga knows who I am. I will say that. Not yet. Not yet. He will do. He will do eventually. Thank you for listening to Shrunker 99.94, where we speak cricket every day. Please do rate, review and subscribe wherever you enjoy your podcast. You can download the 99.94 app and follow us on Twitter at Mark Machado and at Estelle underscore Vazu Dev 1, as in the number one. Never miss out. Join our 24-7 conversation on social media and follow us at 99.94 DM. Cricket every day, your way.